The following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Coastal Community Church. I'm Pastor Chris. Uh, great to have you with us today on, uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. But, uh, you know, woo! But, uh, you know, every Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday here at Coastal because, uh, man, there's more important things happening here today and every Sunday than are happening in Houston today. And I, I believe that to be true. But why not here this morning? Let's go ahead and take a, you know, a non-scientific survey. Uh, how many of you believe that uh, Atlanta's going to rise up and win today? Woo! It's okay. Okay. How many of you think they are? That's a pipe dream and the Patriots are going to do it again. Okay, who knows? You know, I just, I, I want to believe, you know, I, I believe it's the year of uh, the Cubs and the Clemson Tigers and the Atlanta Falcons, as that great preacher once said, Dabo Sweeney, greatness is for everyone, right? And so, uh, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Atlanta rises up and does it. Hey, we did have a great uh, Sunday last week, uh, Life Group Sunday. We had a big tent outside. Everybody got to see all the different groups. And uh, our, our Life Group leaders, as always, did a phenomenal job uh, with their booths. And uh, we, we ask you to vote. We say it's the only time we allow judging here at Coastal. Um, so you were able to judge all the different booths. And we had one booth uh, that ran away with everything. And uh, we wanted to recognize those guys. Uh, it was uh, Gail and Moyer and Troy Petrie. Either one of those guys in here this morning, the fight group. Come on up here. We got a gift for you. Woo! They did a great job. Um, if you were here last Sunday, oh my goodness. So they had like a, um, a boxing ring created over there for their group. And so this is a $50 gift card for you uh, and for Galen. So y'all go out to eat, enjoy. And, uh, and, and then of course, I didn't get a, a prize for the, um, uh, they really ran away with everything except the best snack, which of course, annually, again, was right here. Give it up for me for my, my barbecue, my barbecue. You know, anytime I bring out the barbecue, it's just going to win. So the rest of y'all just, you know, give it up. If, uh, you know, if, if I bring out the barbecue for my snacks, that's, that's going to win. Um, hey, do me a favor. Today, we are in week four of this series called I Will. And uh, it's a series about growth. It's about, uh, you know, again, the, the idea is not uh, I can, I might, I should, but I will. Uh, moving from having the right attitude to moving into the right action, making commitments that will lead toward growth. And uh, we, we started off talking about I will reach my friends for Christ. And we introduced this goal for our church this year, uh, 52 we want it, at the end of the year, we want it to be normal that uh, people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior here at Coastal, that they become believers, they get saved, they cross that line of faith. And so at the end of the year, we want to say, see that at least one person per week, on average, gives their life to Christ here at Coastal, 52. And so if you look back there in the back, there's our one sign, and inside the, the letters uh, O-N-E, of course, that's our logo, and then N and E, uh, are 52 light bulbs. And uh, believe it or not, we now, as, as, of, as of last week, we have completely lit up uh, the logo. We have 21 people here at Coastal that have given their life uh, to Jesus uh, this year. And uh, man, that's, that's exciting. And so now we're moving on to the, to the uh, end. And uh, somebody said, well, Chris, what happens if we, you know, we get through the E at like, you know, April or after Easter or something? I thought, man, we are going to have a one ginormous party is what we're going to do. We're going to have a huge celebration. So anyway, I'm excited about that. Do me a favor. So, oh, by the way, so we started again with, I will reach my friends for Christ. Uh, then the following week, uh, we, uh, which is a little bit, you don't hear this a lot in, uh, in churches or from pastors, uh, but we talked about uh, the commitment was, I will get healthy. 
I will get healthy in uh, 2017. And then last week, Life Group Sunday, uh, the commitment we ask you to make is I will get connected. I will get connected to the body of Christ. Uh, and of course, that was a great uh, Sunday to talk about that on Life Group Sunday. Today is I will volunteer to serve. I will volunteer to serve. Do me a favor. Everybody take out uh, this little green sheet in your bulletin. I want you to kind of hold on to that. In fact, you could go ahead and look at it and begin filling it out. Uh, but this is the challenge that I want, to make, I want you to make today, that you will volunteer to serve. And I can't think of a better uh, challenge uh, to make, a better Sunday to make this challenge than on Super Bowl Sunday, to challenge you to get uh, out of the stands and down onto the playing field and get dirty in ministry uh, than on Super Bowl Sunday. You know, years ago, Bud Grant, uh, he was a, you know, once famous uh, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings from uh, back in the day. And uh, well, he was asked by the American Fitness Council, Bud, what contribution do you think professional football has made toward physical fitness in our country? And everybody was expecting him to, you know, kind of, you know, wax eloquently about just how awesome, you know, what an impact football had made on, you know, the physical fitness of our country. And he immediately said this, absolutely none, none. And then he went on to say this, and it's kind of a famous quote. He said, do you know what professional football is? Professional football is 22 men down on the field desperately needing rest, playing before 80,000 spectators desperately needing exercise. Okay? Now, the truth is, that probably is a pretty fair, uh, accurate assessment of both football and fitness today. Uh, but tragically, tragically, it is also a fairly accurate description of the church. Of the church. Listen to me. The church was never, ever meant to be a spectator sport where you sit in the stands and watch those on the field. It meant it, God designed the church, he designed us, you and me, to participate. It's a participating sport. You know, we talk about life all the time here at Coastal, all the time. You know, our, our purpose, we exist to share and experience what? Life, the life of Jesus. Life is only found in him. In fact, Jesus said he came that, he might, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And, uh, you know, of course, we're encouraging everyone right now to sign up for what type of group? A life group. Right. Well, Jesus said something very interesting about life. In fact, uh, in Luke chapter 9, he said this. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, okay, this is Jesus talking, you must put aside your selfish ambition, shoulder your cross daily, and follow me. Now listen to this. If you try to keep your life for yourself, you're going to lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find true life. And how do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose or forfeit your own soul in the process? Man, isn't that interesting? Jesus basically is saying that you find your life, you find true meaning, existence, purpose, uh, not by focusing on yourself, but by giving your life away for the sake of Jesus. Now, basically, in this life today, you and I have an opportunity to do one of three things with our life. You can write this down if you're taking notes. Number one, quickly, we can waste our life. We can waste our life, and a lot of people do that today, and there's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, secondly, you can spend your life. Spend your life. And, and the advertisers and this culture will give you countless ways to do that. But the most powerful thing you can do is you can invest your life. Invest it. 
And to invest your life means to use your life in ways that will far outlast it, to leave a legacy, to make a difference, not just in this life, but on into eternity. And the Bible is very clear that you and I were put on this earth not just to be a consumer. We were put on this earth to be a contributor. Now follow this, okay? That investment that I'm talking about, that contribution that you make with your life of your talents, your abilities, your time, your resources, your experiences, the Bible calls that your ministry. That investment equals your ministry. Now many times, sadly, what people think in the church is that ministry is what pastors do. You know, ministry is not for everyone, okay? It's just what, you know, the paid professionals do. No, listen, anytime you use your, your talents, your abilities, your experiences, and you are serving, and you are helping others in the name of Jesus, do you know what you are? You are a minister, you are a minister. Somebody asked me, you know, Pastor Chris, how many ministers do you have at Coastal? You know what the answer is? We got about 500, okay? Just over 500 because everyone, if you're a believer, you are a minister. In Ephesians chapter four, it says this. Listen to this passage. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, and some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. Now, what's their purpose? What are they to do? He says, their job is to Prepare God's people for what? Works of service. We are to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ, you, the church, we may be built up until we all reach what? Unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. What is maturity? He, de he describes it here. It's attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Jesus. In other words, maturity, spiritual maturity, is becoming more and more like Jesus. Now, according to this passage, my primary role, the primary role of pastors is to prepare you, to prepare God's people, to prepare the church for works of ministry, to do ministry. In other words, my job is not to do all of the ministry. My job is like a spiritual trainer. I am to inspire, to teach, to equip, to train you to do it. You know, in other words, you know, I'm the coach, I'm the trainer, you're out on the field getting your hands dirty. Ephesians 2.20 says this, we, we are God's workmanship. We were created in Christ Jesus to do what? What's he say? Good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In other words, you and I, we were made to make a contribution, not just consume. What matters you know, about your life is not the duration of your life, but the donation of your life. You were made to make a difference. The Bible says that you were created to be a servant. You were saved to be a servant. 1 Peter 4.10, listen to this passage. Each of us, each of us, should use whatever gift he has received to make a lot of money. Yeah, that's not what it says, is it? Not at all. It says that we are to use whatever gifts God's given us to what? Serve to serve others. Say it with me again. What are we to do? To serve. serve others. In other words, your talents, your gifts, your abilities, your resources, Everything that you think is yours, it's not yours. It's on loan to you from God, and you are to use that, to leverage it, 
to serve this world, to serve other people. That's why you are alive. That's why God puts you here on this planet. That's why, you know, that's why he made you the way he made you, so that you could serve other people. My goodness, so many people today are scrambling around trying to find meaning and and significance and purpose in life, and they want to feel good about themselves. The problem is, truthfully, and some of you, this is described some of you, you're looking in all the wrong places. Listen to me for a second. You do not find, you're never going to find significance, meaning, feel like your life counts for something, that it matters. You're not going to find it from success, from status, from sex, or from your salary, okay? The Bible says, Jesus says, you're going to find self-esteem, you're going to find significance, self-worth from service. He says, you give your life away in service to others in my name, and you will find life. That is the greatest thrill in the world. And so I make no apologies. We make no apologies here at Coastal in challenging you to get off your butt and get out of the stands and get down onto the playing field and serve. Listen, not because, do not think Pastor Chris is challenging you today to serve, to volunteer to serve here at Coastal because, oh my goodness, you know, we're burned out. And we just got so many, you know, places to fill. We're not going to be able to do what we do unless we get some more people in there to serve. Woe is me and woe is us. No, you've missed the point. We want you to serve because Jesus said, man, that's where you find life. That's where you are energized. That's where you're going to stand before God one day and give an account to two things. What did you do with Jesus And then he's going to look at you. If you get that answer right, by the way, he's going to look at us as believers because our rewards in heaven are based on what we did with everything that he gave us. And he's going to say, what did you do with everything else? So we make no apologies for challenging you to say, you know what, I will. I will serve. I will volunteer. Because that's where life is found. Now, what are we looking for here at Coastal? Let me give you four descriptions of the type of servants, the characteristics of the servants that we're looking for at Coastal Community Church. Number one, we're looking for team players. We're looking for team players. Now, what is a team player? You know, today's Super Bowl Sunday, right? Let me ask you a question. Isn't everyone on a team a team player? Absolutely not, right? I mean, in other words, just because you're on the team, in fact, I'll go a step further. Just because you're super talented, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a team player. I can think of two. Let me ask you a question. Des Bryant and Odell Beckham Jr., pretty talented, right? Now, are they always known as looking out for the best interest of the team, of a team player? No, absolutely not. A team player is somebody who puts the overall purpose of the church above their own personal preferences. A team player recognizes that they are a part of something bigger than themselves, that it's not about them. Team players know and understand and support the vision of the church. Team players, they want other people to succeed. It's not about them. In fact, they're willing to sacrifice for the betterment of the team. They don't have to always be the one in the limelight. It doesn't have to be about them. They're not the ones complaining about problems. They seek to be a part of the solution. Why? because we're on the same team. So we're looking for team players. Number two, we're also looking for team builders. 
team builders. You know what a team builder is? A team builder is somebody who is always looking to include other people. That there, there's never enough servants around here because we're always, you know, tapping other people on the shoulder and casting vision and challenging people. Hey, join my team. Join this team. A team builder, you know, doesn't try to do everything by themselves. Team builders understand that, you know, although at times, you know, and this is where some of you that are high-capacity leaders, you have to kind of check yourself a little bit because sometimes you think, well, you know, it's just easier and better if I do it all myself. But a team builder recognizes that ultimately that action and that attitude destroys the team and it puts a lid on our growth. A team builder is somebody who always wants the team to grow because having more people on the team benefits everybody. Number three, so we're looking for team, uh, team builders, team players. Number three, we're looking for, team, for willingness. Willingness. Willingness, I think, is the beginning of greatness. You know, again, today, I will. I will volunteer to serve. I will make that commitment. It is the beginning of greatness. You've got to be willing to step out and say, God, what do you want me to do? How can I serve? God, you have given me my gifts, my talents, my abilities, my resources, all these things. How can I use them? How can I leverage them for your kingdom? Now, what keeps us from doing that? Well, if we're honest, I think we would all admit to ourselves that the number one thing that keeps us from serving and, and being, you know, having that willingness, you know what it is? It's just good old-fashioned selfishness. That's what it is. We say, well, you know, I'd like to. Again, I'd like to. I, I could. I can. You know, I'd like to do that, but, you know, I'm just too what? Too busy. I got my own agenda. You know, I got my own goals, my plans, my dreams, my ambitions. You know, then we'll say things like, well, you know, when everything is just right, or I like this one, when things settle down. Man, you got kids, ain't nothing settling down in your life. You know, never, come on. When does that ever happen? Things don't settle down. Things are never gonna be just right. Servants. Real servants do the best they can with what they have for Jesus today. Jesus said, for even the Son of Man did not come to this earth to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. That's Jesus. That's our example. So we're looking for team players, team builders, willingness, and finally we're looking for faithfulness. What does that mean? It means you don't give up. You just keep on going. Listen, life is tough. Honestly, ministry's tough. Serving's tough. You know, there's, there's not a lot of applause. We're not handing out, you know, gift cards to you know, everybody every Sunday, you know? Ministry is time-consuming. It, 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 it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, it takes money. You know, sometimes the sheep bite back, right? You know, it's tough. It, it's tempting to give up. It's tempting to throw in the towel. I mean, somebody hurts your feelings. What do you do? You take your ball and go home? Or do you keep serving? Knowing that ultimately you serve Jesus. You know, not me, not your ministry leader. You serve Jesus. You know, at the end of of Jesus' ministry on earth, Jesus said this in John 17, 4. He said, I have brought you glory, guys, talking to his father. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. Man, I want you to be able to say that when you get to heaven. You completed, you did those good works that God had prepared in advance for you to do and you, you, you brought him glory. Jesus was faithful in his, servant, his, his, his service. He didn't give up, he didn't give in. 
And, and if we're becoming more and more like him, it means we're going to serve for as long as we're alive. You know, we don't get to retire from ministry. You might retire from, you know, work someday, but you don't retire from serving. First Corinthians 4.2 says, The one thing required of servants is that they be what? Faithful. Do you know why you're here at Coastal Community Church? You ever wondered that? Let me tell you why. You're here because God knew you have something to give back. He did not bring you here so that you could sit and soak and enjoy and just take it all in. He brought you here to give your life away in service to other people. And it's my job to challenge you, encourage you, equip you, prepare you to do that. Because again, one day we are all going to stand before God and he's going to say, you know, after as believers, you get that first question right. What did you do with Jesus? He, I asked him to come into my life. I asked him to forgive me of my sin, to save me. He is my savior and my Lord. Then the next question, because our rewards in heaven are based on this next thing. What did you do with everything I gave you? Well, God, I was a little busy. Bah, wrong answer. That, that, that's, that's the wrong answer. You know, what were you thinking? You know, he's going to say, listen, do you think I put you here on this earth to live for yourself? I put you here on this earth to make an impact, to serve me by serving others, to leverage all of your stuff. It ain't yours. You know, you're going to die and somebody else is going to get it. It's going to be in a, in, a, in a dump one day or someone else is going to use it, but it's not yours. And for the time that you have it, whether it's 60, 70, 90 years, you and I get to leverage it all for the kingdom. He puts you here to serve him by serving other people. And as your pastor, more than anything else, one day I want you to be able to stand before God and have him say, Matthew 25, 21, about you. Well done. Good and faithful what? Servant. You, you've been faithful with a few things here on this earth. I'm now going to put you in charge of many things. Come, come on in and share in your master's happiness. Now here's the question. Is God going to be able to say that about you? Or are you too busy? You're waiting for things to settle down, slow down. you got other priorities right now. Man, I make no apology in saying that the most important thing you will ever do with your life is giving your life away in service to other people. Here at Coastal and in this community, in this world, nothing is far more important than your career. It's far more important than your hobbies. It's far more important than anything else you can think of because all those things are not going to last. But what you do in the name of Jesus will last. So what's your next step today? Let me give you three. Number one, pray. Man, you ask God every day, God, what you got in store for me today? What good works do you have prepared for me to do today? And you be curious, by the way, about interruptions because a lot of times those interruptions in your schedule, in, in this season of your life, in your day, many times they're opportunities that God prepared for you. And God has some good works prepared for you right here at Coastal. Right here in our community, which leads me to number two. Number two, serve where you live, work, and play. Serve where you live, work, and play. Servanthood, being a servant. You know, it, it, your life being about other people. It's got to be lived out in everyday, real life. Okay? In other words, in the workplace, at your school, and in your home. 
Because that is where most of us spend the majority of your time. Now listen to me. If you don't have a servant's heart there, where you live, work, and play, I don't care what you do around here, you're not a servant. Because, listen, if that's where you spend most of your time, where do you think most of your servant opportunities are going to come from? Where are most of those divine appointments going to come? Where are you going to have the chance to make the greatest impact where you spend most of your time? See, what I'm trying to say is you can't, you know, this idea of being a servant and serving others, you can't segment your life. If you're not a servant where you live, work, and play, then you don't have a servant's heart. Again, I don't care what you do here. In fact, I'll say this, many ways, sometimes, sometimes that's easier because you get some encouragement here. You get a little bit of applause here, a pat on the back, you know. Listen, don't forget something. God sees you when no one else is looking and no one's taking a selfie, okay? You can quote that, okay? God sees you when no one else is looking and no one's taking a picture. You know, are you a servant where you live, work, and play? Number three, and that leads me back to the little, uh, the little green sheet that I want everybody to have. You ought to have this green sheet out right now, green sheet, and you need to have a pen out. Number three, jump in and serve here at Coastal. Jump in and serve. You know, the, the best way to serve at Coastal is just to jump in and experiment. You know, to give some things a try. You know, the different areas of service here at Coastal and get involved. You know, listen, great, nothing wrong with spiritual inventory, you know, tests and, and uh, helping people discover, you know, their spiritual gifts and all that. But you know what? Sometimes people use that stuff as an excuse not to serve, as an excuse not to be a servant. Well, I can't do that. That's not my gift. Listen, you, you know what? Our attitude, our mindset, first and foremost is, I am a servant to the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is my family and I'm gonna get involved. I will volunteer to serve. And again, I haven't even talked about specific you know, needs or specific ministry opportunities at Coastal because there's tons of them. In fact, we just listed like a, a dozen or so here. And so we are asking you today, what areas are you interested in serving? And, and circle those areas that you're interested in. Now, here's the good news. Here at Coastal, we don't have that. Well, you know, 20, 20% of the people doing 80% of the work. No, 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 no. Man, we, we, have a, we have created a servant culture here at Coastal, a ministry culture. And a lot of you today, man, you're serving and you're involved. And I would just say, you know, thank you. You know, man, you know what I'm talking about, experiencing life by giving your life away. But maybe today you needed to be encouraged and be reminded, you know what? I don't do what I do for, you know, for Chris Raynew or Pastor Chris or Miss Janet. You know, I'm doing it for the Lord Jesus Christ. And one day I'm going to stand before him, and he's, I, want him to, I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. And so, you know, I hope you're encouraged today. I hope you're reminded of why you do what you do. But listen, there are some of you here today, and you're not serving, and you're not involved. And I'm not challenging you to do that today because, again, there's this need, and we're not going to be able to do it, and we're getting burned out. No. I'm challenging you to jump in and serve because that's where life is found. And you're going to stand before God and give an account of what you did with everything he gave you. And so, man, just look at this. First impressions. Listen, can you smile? You know, everybody smile. Turn to your neighbor. Give them a big, goofy, big, goofy grin right now. Turn to your neighbor. Big, goofy grin. 
Listen, if you can do that, you can be on the First Impressions team. Now, if you can't do that and you don't like people, we don't want you serving on the First Impressions team, okay? We'll find a behind-the-scenes way for you to get involved. First Impressions, chair ministry. Did you know that every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, a group of people come here and set up all these chairs for you? And why do we do that each and every, every, every Sunday or every week? Because during the week, this is a true multi-purpose facility. This facility gets used up by our community, by the middle school, by lots and lots of people around in our community. So Saturday morning, chair ministry, security team. You know what people are looking for today when they drop their kids off uh, in children's ministry? Is this place safe and is it secure? Do you know we have like, you know, true bona fide ninjas walking around here with like walkie-talkies and radios on? You know, if you're wanting to get involved in that, we have that prayer team. We have a group of people every Sunday that go back there in the back and we have people that make a decision or they just want someone to pray with them. Coastal kids, we take care of children. In fact, every Sunday, there's at least 120 kids over there. My wife has... I think it has over 80 volunteers in children's ministry. And they always need more. There's always room. Uh, But now again, if you don't like children, we don't want you over there. But um, hospitality team, that's that group of people that, you know, when there's a need, when there's a funeral, when there's a wedding, when there's stuff that, you know, we need to go above and beyond and serve people or there's a special event. Administrative help. Did you know on Monday morning at 9 o'clock, there's a group of people that show up and help follow up with all the first and second time guests here at Coastal. Uh, baptism team. Today we're going to be baptizing people. You'd like to help with that. The worship team up here on stage or in the tech booth. Uh, we have that. If you can sing, if you can play an instrument. A uh, student ministry. Oh my goodness, man. You know, every week now we have like uh, close to 50 students now. They're showing up on Wednesday nights from 6 to about 8.15. And uh, man, if you want to be a part of a thrilling ministry, you know, student ministry, again, tech team, cafe, man, you guys drink more coffee and eat more junk food than any other church in Charleston. But uh, we care about, I care about my body, not yours, basically is our theme. So, uh, but maybe you'd like to be a part of that. Maybe there's something else. All I'm saying is this, if you are a part of Coastal, if you've been coming here, it's time to get off out of the stands and out onto the playing field and say this. I will volunteer to serve in 2017 at Coastal Community Church. If you're visiting today and this is not your home, you go back to your church and you start serving because Pastor Chris told you. Your pastor will love you for that. Listen, um, I want to pray with you today. Maybe you're here today um, and maybe, maybe you haven't answered that first question correctly. You know, I said, listen, the truth is, everybody in this room, you know, the death rate in America, it still hovers right around 100%, okay? Every one of us, we're going to die. You're going to face God, and you will give an account for two things. What did you do with Jesus? And then what did you do with everything else? Are you ready to answer that first question correctly? To answer it correctly simply means, I mean, because basically in eternity, God's going to give you what you wanted here on this side of eternity. I mean, because the truth is, the sad truth is, if you push Jesus, if you push that personal relationship with God through Christ out of your life on this side of eternity, and you never welcomed him in, and you never believed, and you never received him, in eternity, you're gonna get that forever. You're gonna be separated from him forever. And that's a real place, and it's called hell. But if on this side of eternity, you welcomed him, and you received him, and you believed in his name, then 
in eternity, you get welcomed into the family of God forever. And so it is as beautiful and yet as simple as a prayer. It's, it's admitting the obvious, that you have blown it, you're a sinner. It's believing that Jesus paid the price for your sin and mine and everyone's sin. That he went to the cross for you. In fact, it was my sin, your sin, that put him on that cross. But death and sin and the power of, of, of Satan could not contain him. He rose from the dead and he is alive. It was witnessed by literally hundreds of people. It was recorded in history. He is alive. And you put your trust and your hope in what he did for you. Not about you trying to be a good person. It's not about religion. It's not trying to, about trying to earn something. No, you put your trust in him and what he did for you. And if you would just communicate to him to, to the Father, to God, that, your belief and your trust, your faith in those things, you get adopted into his forever family, you get purpose and meaning and significance, you, you get a mission to change this world one life at a time, and you have a home in heaven forever. You can have that today. And then once you got that right, again, the next step is, what am I gonna do with all these other things he gave me? You're part of Coastal, the challenge is I will volunteer to serve. Fill that out, circle something, and you're going to put it in the offering bucket at the end of the service. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you today for your word. Thank you for the church. Thank you that we get to be a part of the body of Christ. And God, I pray today. Well, first of all, God, I am so, so very thankful for all of the humble, willing, faithful, team-playing, team-building servants that we have here at Coastal Community Church, God, who really see what they do as just a way to leverage all that they have for great and good kingdom purposes. And I thank you for all the, the kingdom things that are happening here at Coastal. And God, maybe there's somebody here today that says, you know what, it's time. Not I, I could, I might, I should, but I will. I will volunteer, I will serve, I will be a servant. And Father, today, maybe there's somebody here who's ready to, to answer that first question correctly. They are ready to come home. They are ready to be forgiven, ready to be made brand new and clean by accepting your son Jesus into their life. Listen, if you're here and you're ready to do that, then today, right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, just pour out your heart to God and say something like this. Dear Heavenly Father, today, I want to come home. Today, I believe. God, I have blown it. I have, I have messed up. I am a sinner. I know that. And God, today, I believe, I believe that Jesus died on that cross for me and for my sin. I believe, though, that death could not contain him, that he rose from the dead and he is alive. God, I put all of my trust, all of my hope in that, in that alone, no longer in myself, in my own ability to improve or be better or be a good person or religion or none of that. I believe. I put all my faith in Christ and what he did for me. And for the rest of my days, God, not only do I claim him as my savior today, but I, I ask him to be my Lord. He is the boss. He is in control. He is my CEO. And for the rest of my days, I just want to follow him. I want to become more and more like you now see me today, brand new, forgiven, clean, and whole. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. We love you. We pray all these things today in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, 
Check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.